Jones. Manipulation. Look, I'm sitting here watching this gymnastic shit, not to change the subject, and these motherfuckers is falling all kind of crazy shit. <laughs> and to lead into that, uh, that stuff I was telling about some uh, Biles, Simone Biles. Uh, I was looking into that. Do you see this? Uh, the screenshots I seen. It's probably a lot of stuff, but this is what I found out. It's a pretty interesting chain of events. Now, this may go back into my hater shit, but you know, as far as rabbit hole shit, this shit got to be talked about. Uh, okay. So in 2016, uh, Biles and, um, let's see, Venus Serena and somebody else Mm -hmm. received, I think it's for the last Olympics, received a, I'll pull it up, a medical exemption to use performance enhancing uh, banned substances. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, basically, I oh, get that. That's the plug. Yeah. So let's see. It was hacked and put out. Let's see. It, it, it was revealed that they use banned. I'm reading it. Banned drugs. Serena Williams and uh, got a. Serena Williams and Venus use a therapeutic use exemption. I don't know. So, within specific requirements, WADA allows athletes to use otherwise banned substances for medical purposes. Okay. We'll start with Venus and Serena. Venus and Serena use a drug called prednisone. Now, Prednisone, I've taken prednisone. A lot of people have taken prednisone uh, for like uh, uh, lung lung stuff. It's a steroid, bro. (laughs) Prednisone is a steroid. It's uh, a, yes, if you look it up, P-R-E-D-N-I-S-O-N-E, it says steroid. It treats inflammation. So, let's see. It's used along with other medications that treat the symptoms of low cortisoid steroid levels. So, the, so Venus and Serena in 2016 Olympics was on steroids. They got some kind of finesse and got, and got on steroids. Okay, cool, whatever. So, then you get to Simone Biles, right? Oh, I guess Joe Rogan said something about it, and he got some backlash. I'll just pull that up. This slams disgusting criticism. Yeah, he slammed the criticism. So, basically, Simone Biles is taking Ritalin, bro. She says she has ADHD with a person with ADHD takes Ritalin uh that's meth bro so so that's some crazy shit so 2016 
when because she she said she stepped away from teen competition due to mental health issues. Uh, from my investigation, uh, from what I've been reading, I wouldn't call it an investigation. I would call it an exhaustive web search for the purposes of research. Allegedly, and she's admitted to some of most of this, if not all of it, but she takes Ritalin. So anybody, like I have ADHD, and I, I, I haven't taken Ritalin because Ritalin is meth, and I don't want to be taking no meth-like shit. <laughs> so I took like Concerta. I think I took Concerta for a while. And I just end up not taking it, none of it, because that's some speedy-ass shit. And so basically, 2016, she won four gold medals. I'm just talking off the top of my head. Might have been more. But she was on meth for all intents and purposes. So fast forward to this Olympics, she steps away because this this is what I found out in Japan. Right. In Japan. Ritalin is is illegal. Not illegal for the Olympics per se. It's illegal in the Olympics, but she had the exemption. But it's illegal in the country of Japan. Yeah, Japan. Come on, man. They don't play that best. And there's a reason. I'm a reason. A loose reason. I'm going to behind it because they were given meth, the same substance, to kamikaze pilots in the war. So. They, they, they had a problem after that with people being addicted to it, so they banned it. It's illegal. It's been banned ever since. The only thing legal to take is Concerta in Japan for ADHD. So, Biles was like, yo, I can't take my shit. So, I gotta step down because they're saying, oh, shit. She will be going through withdrawals in a competition and she could potentially hurt herself. Now, which I find kind of odd because she wouldn't be able to focus, which is weird to me because any other instance. Now, they just banned a late, a band, what's her name? Uh, uh, Williamson for smoking weed so now all of a sudden uh i think she's still doing the individual that's like uh like a day-by-day thing but the the team she stepped down basically mental health basically is because she couldn't take ritalin in japan She can't take Rillin, bro. So if you look at, uh, that's what no one's talking about, and that's what a lot of people don't know. So all these people are like, oh, girl, they they're approaching it like to see the Naomi Iskaka, whatever her name is, right? Uh, Osaka, excuse my name, my name, uh, Naomi Iskaka. When she uh, Osaka, when she stepped down. She was saying mental health. So now Simone comes behind and says, oh, mental health. No. 
Yeah, mental health because you couldn't get Ritalin. It's called the the name of it's called methyl phenidate, methylphenidate, meth y l p h e n i d a t e. So when you look at it, it it was created in 1944 by a chemist uh, named uh, Leandro Panizon. Uh, wow there's a whole story behind it it was originally sold by a Swiss company in 1944 1944 when was going on in 1944 let's see oh wait a minute World War II 19... 1939 to 1945. So she's basically taking a drug. <laughs> boy, I tell you. From, from World War II. Hey, the, the rabbit holes go deep in these bitches, boy. And it's called D in, in, the, in the Nazi Germany. It's called DIX. It's a methamphetamine methamphetamine based experimental performance enhancer developed by Nazi Germany in 1944. Yeah, because we know that we know when the Olympics was there back in the day with Jesse Owens, he was going up against a bunch of Ivan Drago. Yeah. He was a bunch of clinically made athletes. And it says, it should be noted that Germans were not alone in their use of performance-enhancing drugs during World War II. Inside the drug use that fueled Nazi Germany. So she's basically taking a drug that basically fueled the Nazis. The use of methamphetamine, better known as crystal meth, was particularly prevalent a uh, pill form of the drug pervitin was distributed by the millions to the Warshmont troops before the successful invasion of France. So, you have a gymnast who's on it, a derivative of it, who says she can't, she had to pull out And that's why they were so understanding because everybody knows. So, but then, wait a minute. Let's see. This is what I'm trying to get to. Let's see. Gymnastic, Olympic. Okay. Let's see. Because in passing, I didn't even cover this yet. Oh, okay. Here we go. Sun Lee becomes the first Asian-American woman to take gold in gymnastics all around. See what I'm saying? So a Japanese chick one? Uh, Asian-American. Let me look in the story. She's the, a, so an Asian-American one to all around? Yep. 
after Simone steps. She got Japanese roots. It says Hamong, whatever that is. Let's see. H-M-O-N-G. The 18-year-old. Gymnast, American gymnast family and community are proudly celebrating as she makes history. So it seems to me. After Simone, it says right after Simone Biles departed the competition Tuesday, fans turned to Lee. The highly anticipated all-around Thursday was was close from the start. Lee edging out Brazil's Rebecca Andre in the third rotation, and the final round sealed Lee's victory. So. Yeah, so there's only one, two, three, four, five, six. So there's only six all-around Olympic champions out of America. Mary Lou, Retton, we all know her. All the Gabrielle Douglas, 2012, Simone Biles, 2016, and Sun Lee. Suni Lee. Sunisa Lee. Isn't that Chinese Lee? So... They see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so they're I mean, like... It, so even, th- it even makes me go back and wonder about the Mary Lou Retton when she pulled the Karate Kid move. Yeah. Remember when uh, what it was some Olympic gymnast, she damn near had a broke ankle and she did a routine and, you know, stuck the shit perfectly and it was just, you know... Yeah. And they're talking about how they're trying to change the rules for Simone Biles because all the strength and the moves that she were and the and the skills she possessed. And see, because you really got to look at let's see how long Biles had H. Yeah, bro. I don't know. We we honestly. We might be looking at one of these situations. You know, you know, you remember in the 86 to 84 Olympics or 88 or whatever. Okay. With all the, you know, everybody was on that shit. Carl Lewis, too. Well, I got to look that up because it really only says that she, they got those four. Uh, the Williams sisters, Biles, and one other lady for basketball were the only ones that get the exemption. Um, How you get the exemption? How you get that? That's bingo. It was a therapeutic use exemption from the Williams sisters. They didn't say for Biles. Now, bro. I don't know about you, but I know meth definitely. (laughs) I mean, you could drive to any street corner in America and see people on a derivative. They use Ritalin when they can't get meth. They snort Ritalin right there. Mm -hmm. It's synthetic meth. So, and these people will go work. Shit, they're giving it to workers. Let's see. That's an unfair advantage. 
but it's cool and we ain't supposed to say shit and it's off code whatever but let that let's see meth yeah meth is overtaking heroin in China Asia's methamphetamine cartels Godfather Crystal Meth Mexican card Breaking Bad Breaking Bad We're basically in a Breaking Bad So we got a drugged superstar They drug her up They gave her a diagnosis Come on man Let's cut it Remember when they Said you can get a medical weed Weed card And motherfuckers Manufactured all sorts of shit To get that damn medical exemption it ain't it ain't nothing new. And I'm not saying she don't got it, but I'm just saying it I was reading somewhere she only said she had it right before the exemption. Before the Olympics, that's when she discovered she had it. And people are like, oh, she need that because if she if she don't got the concentration, that's an unfair advantage. If you don't naturally have that in uh, that ability. Okay, so this so now what you were explaining to me is how come everybody's starting to bring up the dangers of gymnastics and all that now. Because that's the excuse for not being able to concentrate to execute the moves. Without my drugs, I can't focus. Yeah. Okay, see. Now I'm starting to understand it. This is why I like talking to you because you explain it to me like I'm 10 years old. But see, other people, what well, what's going on, bro? A bunch of people know exactly what you know. And rather than saying no, all that. A bunch of people don't care because they all they care about is seeing our sister do well. But yep. it, it will come back to bite us in the ass once this shit that, and that's what they probably told her sit down because this is the asian year asians this is their year back down or she was afraid of getting beat by the asian chick and exposed on top of that see what i'm saying if the girl went out one all around it, you know the first asian american this is just real coincidental it's like uh, the New Orleans Saints winning in the year of Katrina, the Super Bowl. It's like, what? <laughs> Come on. See what I'm saying? So what we're seeing is, is she really as great as they've been saying? Right, and no one they don't want to talk about that I'm a hater I don't, but bruh don't let no brother be caught dirty hey, man. Ben Johnson ding dong remember Ben Johnson yeah bro that's what I was just thinking about that's what I was saying remember the 88 Olympics Barry Bonds everybody came for Ben Johnson Man, come on, man. All them, all them dudes at the top was on that shit. Carl Lewis, this popped up with braces. Yeah. 
because you know his shit was growing. Yeah. And he had to reel it back in. Yeah. Ben Johnson, rest in peace, died in 92. But that brother, boy. But it's like, so. Well, the thing is, is that the way the way he blew Carl Lewis's doors off, uh, I knew, I said, oh, yeah, he's about to get in trouble for this. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to do this. Yeah. And so. They call a hero villain, Ben Johnson, and the dirtiest race in history. After initially denying he had taken steroids, Ben admitted doping there for the first time. But it, ah, so the Williams sisters can take steroids and Biles can take meth. It just appears to me that they told Biles, look, sit your ass down. If you don't, yeah, bro. I mean, yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing I say about Mike. Where niggas be like, "Oh, Mike was bored with the game." Nah, nigga, Mike got sat down. Mike got sat down. Yeah, there was a bunch of nigga. All that shit caught up. We gotta sit you down and let this blow over. And you know what? You right. A lot of this shit do seem like it's blow over shit. Like, let's do this, right? Because. And, and what you know, with what you're saying, people know this. Whether whether they want to act like they don't, that's on them. Yeah. But people know this is going on. So with that, what it is is that what it is is that, like you said, they would rather preserve the entertainment than to deal with the integrity. Well, then they deal with the integrity and also uh, deal with the fact that they're drugging our sister <laughs> so she can perform like a like a goddamn racehorse or some shit. Right. You know? Yeah. They're right they the, doing everything. They're getting every dime they can out of Simone. Yeah, and they don't need to go far because she, what do they say? Uh, to get success, you have to do certain things to be, uh, to be successful. They ain't going to let you make it to the, to the heights without sacrificing something. And it seems like that's her sacrifice. That's the thing they got her. Like they said, they had a tape on Trump. They had a tape. They got a blackmail on this person. And that they, the blackmail is the Russian hackers put that out. Like I said right here, is that riddling a trade name for a pre? This is on the Department of Justice uh, for a pre-prescription drug, methylphenidate is a central nervous system stimulant. Wow. Is treat is used as a treatment for attention deficit hyperactivity. Oh, it says gen the general mech uh, is meth and phenyl phenidate. Uh, sorry, <laughs> anything like cocaine. American Addiction Center's general mecha general mechanism of action. I'll just say methyl, phenidate, and cocaine exert their stimulant effects by elevating dopamine, dopamine levels in the brain. Yeah. 
They got this shit sitting right next to cocaine. Yep. It's abused by teens. American Addiction Centers. Ritalin is often abused by students and athletes as a performance enhancer and study drug. Cut it out. Addictioncenter.com. See, increases the level of dopamine. She's a dopamine addict. That's an unfair advantage. I mean, hey, maybe, maybe, just maybe, possibly, like they tell us with basketball, right? We don't all need to be playing hoop. Maybe Simone is a person who didn't never need to be doing no damn gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Maybe she would have been better off like they tell us, hey, go to school and, and, and focus on school. Go to college. Focus on college. Be a doctor, a lawyer or something. You don't, we all don't have to be athletes. If you get some, uh, no, nah. nah, we ain't never, we ain't never gonna tell them that. Yeah, yeah, you're great. Thanks, you get one all those medals, but you're on drugs. You're, you got an unfair advantage. I mean, to me, I mean, look, man, look. If I know you're on math out there doing some shit on the field, and ain't nobody else on the math, and you win, that shit ain't that's just that's just corny, man. That shit's hella corny, bro. I don't know how to, I don't know, as a, you know, a former athlete or whatever, <laughs> you know, that ain't, you know, hey. Well, man. I mean, honestly, bro, I don't see how drug use and performance enhancers can't be just part of the protocol considering okay. the level that they have perform at right like okay all the military dudes right the highest performance all you do is on performance enhancing drugs right okay and i agree right. with that why you niggas be able to stay up three four days you see it in the movie winter soldier motherfuckers captain america ass niggas black panther ass niggas everything is enhanced everything is extra yeah yeah because so, look Cause look at Barry Bonds. They got yeah. Barry Bonds steroid timeline, ESPN. And in testimony, Barry said he received and used cream and clear substances from Anderson during a two thousand. Come on, man. What? Come on, man. Former and, and look, bro, look, former we, feds. We already know, bro. We had an entire team of Barry Bonds. Man. They didn't never get him on drugs. They got him on perjury. We had a we had an entire team of Barry Bonds. It's called the Seattle Mariners. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Besides like besides like Griffey and Ichiro, maybe like Martinez and Jay Buner. Yeah. Outside of that, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we go into it right here, look. We had a shortstop that hit like 35, 40 home runs. Brett Boom. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then I think he moved to third base or whatever when Ichiro came around. I forgot how it went, but I just remember, man, bro, the performances was crazy from that team. Yeah. Look, and this is get back on Barry. It's like they they got Barry for obstruction of justice. Yep. They couldn't even get him on perjury. The jury failed to reach a verdict on three perjury counts, but convicted him on obstruction because of his "I was a celebrity child" response to a question about whether he'd injected substances. Wait, who else is a celebrity child? Who else is a young celebrity? Okay. They said the federal prosecutor's long legal pursuit of former San Francisco giant slugger Barry Bonds is officially over. So they didn't even get him on nothing, but they they didn't get him on using no drugs. No, nah, but they sure locked that white boy up when that white boy wouldn't, wouldn't say what they wanted him to say. They put his ass in jail. Yeah. They said, they said, had charged Major League Baseball's all-time home run record holder with perjury and obstruction. They charged him, but they only got him on obstruction. He's the all-time home record holder uh, at the time of this print in 2015. So, now we got a four-time Olympic gold medalist on meth. Admit, admitted, admittedly using a performance enhancing drug that was used by the Nazis. Okay. <laughs> but and used by kamikazes in World War Two. You see what I'm saying? They That's say, a heavy... I'm going to say it like this, bro. You dropping some heavy revelations. Adderall. Ritalin are all FDA-approved drugs that have been used to treat ADHD. World War II, how Japan and the U.S. Uh, how Japan and U.S. hooked on amphetamines. Wait, so what? What they kamikaze pilots took large fight. doses of meth, huh? Listen, what you're saying is that Japan and the United States got their own amphetamines indigenous to where they are so the united states produces them for us and japan produces them for japan is that what you're saying well it seems well it seems like japan had a meth a meth problem early in the in the after world war ii because they were just giving it out to all the soldiers and the people and it seems like they their legislators were like no this ain't good so they banned the shit. So now they got the Olympics there in Tokyo. They're like, dude, you can't bring that shit up over here. We know what's up with this shit. We've been fucking with this shit damn near 100 years. Dealing with it. They put motherfuckers to death for fucking with that shit over there. So. Oh, really? Yeah, I was just looking it up. It says something they put to death, the meth king. That's hey, it. So, because the evidence, it ain't like it's some new shit. 
So we're supposed to be, is, is this American of us to be like, I guess it is American. We're supposed to be celebrating motherfuckers that's like cheating, bro. But two, let me look it up. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, to keep it real, bro, there's a lot to unpack on this, like. Yeah. It's not cheating because it's legal. I'm not even going to, and she can't use it. Well, here's the thing. Slavery, slavery was legal, right? There was a point in time where literally abuse was, like, legal. Yeah. Right? Like, there, it used to be, like, legal to kill a motherfucker. You just couldn't do it in cold blood. Yeah. So that so you know when we talking about legal, we already know that legal and ethics don't really go hand in hand, right? Like especially in our society. Yeah, right here, death penalty for drug crimes in Asia, man. Look, j- Japanese drug smuggler smugglers executed in China. <laughs> Public opinion is a wow. So what? So if motherfuckers would have took that shit over there, they was risking death, huh? I'm still trying to track. It seemed like a lot of this is heading to China, which ain't surprising. But let's see. It's funny how China can. Well, I ain't gonna talk about that right now. They worry about some drugs. Let's see. And my homeboy got caught smuggling weed to Japan and did like four years. They ain't put his ass in. Let's see. And he's been crazy ever since. And they had him in solitary for like three. Oh, they was all that nigga. You ain't even getting the opportunity. Put him by, put him alone. Nope. You ain't even getting the opportunity. That's funny. That's crazy. In Japan, to choose mail. Oh, that's when he got caught. The man doing the mail and shit. They're talking about that. But, yeah, a lot of motherfuckers are sentenced to death for drug smuggling in Asia, period. Indonesia, Malaysia, Thailand, China. Drug smug in Japan times. These motherfuckers getting death penalties for that shit, man. So she wasn't about to play around. A U.S. Navy sailor. Oh, they got a sailor. U.S. Navy sailor referred to Japanese prosecutor for drug smuggling. 18 grams. What did he have? Let me look at the story. I'm in the Japan Times. He said, 18 grams of synthetic drugs from Canada. Narcotics by mail. It's funny how trying to put motherfuckers to death with drug smuggling. They sent all this damn uh, fentanyl over here. That synthetic fentanyl and weed they've been selling to everybody. Them motherfuckers are some hypocrites. Let's see. Voids acquittal. 
and the Japan. Whoa. They got a lot of extradited over drugs smuggling. Excellent user, Navy sailor. Oh, there's mailing, catching cats for mailing it. They're extraditing cats to Japan for, damn, that's crazy. But, uh. Wait, he didn't. He don't know that all international mail they be opening that shit. Shit, that nigga, man, I guess he did. He said he did nigga, it. Like, they read your letters. Come on, man. If you send a letter, <laughs> nigga, somebody read that shit. It was, it, he moved it from Japan, like Atlanta to Japan. The dude mailed it from Atlanta. So he said he went to go pick the package up. It was like nobody was around. It was weird. He told me the story, but he did like year, couple like three, four years, something like that, in Japanese prison, which is strange because he still got a passport and he still moves around the world. So I don't know how he fit. I don't know how that. Shit, that shit crazy. They put motherfucker to death. So yeah, so she. Yeah, they mad. They gonna get mad at this. They gonna get mad at this shit. They gonna get mad at the at DNA theft too. Talking about these buckethead bras out here uh, setting setting cats up, <laughs> having these kids. Look, man. Look, we know who we talking about. But it's like, shit. She's going to have a baby with a stranger. And then, look, but see, I, you see that other one that the dude said, he said, to think people sleep with these type only to procreate with them. Because how you going to badmouth somebody, a stranger you basically had a baby with? Badmouth them. Talking about how they ain't got no job. When the motherfucker probably didn't have no job when you met them. And doing what they was doing when you met them. But all of a sudden, you you expect them to change their life because you want to have a baby. But you don't exercise your options, though. Your option is to not have a baby with someone like that. And, and to procreate with somebody who... It, you're mocking for being 40 making TikTok videos and buying Gucci while being 70k back on child support. But, yeah, what? Damn, what? But your baby's what two but your baby's But your baby's 2 months old. So he racked up 70 grand in 2 months or what's that? What you What'd you say? I said so uh, he was making TikTok, I mean, like, how she, how she made her? Don't know, but this is how, like I said, lack of accountability. Not dealing in reality. There's, like I said, we got a chick on meth running around. They holding up because they so desperate to have some sort. But see, they wanted rocking with her when her head was nappy. Remember that? Mm-hmm. They was clowning her when she showed up with her hair nappy. But now they want the hair natural, so we gonna overlook that. If you want so 
Sisters was going in on her head, though. And now they want to act like they got amnesia. When she first showed up on the scene doing gymnastics with her hair looking how it was. Now we got chicks out here having babies with dudes. Now we dusty. We, <laughs> we dusty. But who was I talking to? Oh, let me look up the homie. Look, we dusty, but let me see. What's his name? Black. Oh, V Black. Oh, I might have him trying to get him. Okay. He wrote something very interesting last night. He said, let's see. He said, back in 2009, I went to my daughter's mother's Facebook page and people I never met or did I know were referring to me as a douche. As I paid $1,455.37 a month in child support, stayed in family court, followed by my parenting plan that cost me 50 k in attorney fees to obtain. But hard work giving a fucking always giving your best is obviously a curse as a man in this country. I thought that was pretty profound and it's indicative of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, They try to hold you back. And then to make it even more crazy, I remember him saying that he caught her cheating in a club with another dude. So she get to do all this, have all this fun, and then walk away with all the money and the kids. Oh, for sure. I mean, and I can paint whatever image that you, I want, right? Like whatever I say. And he was married to her now. Or I, I say it all the time, any of you dudes, if you got, even if it's your wife, nigga, if you got a woman who praises you. As far as like nurturing and your skill set, yeah. this and that, understand all she got to do is say otherwise. All she got to do is say for them 40 years, what I said and what you thought you seen, here's what it really was. Right. Yeah. And since she said that, there'll be people who feel like, no, that's bullshit. But believe me, there's always who believe the bullshit. Look. Right. And the crazy part about it, hold up. Let me see. The crazy part about all this stuff is that uh, they're really setting men up to take the fall on a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Black, I'm talking, you know, like they, look how they look how they doing, Dr. Dre. They do what they do. They slide a temporary order in. Regardless of the fact that he has a a prenup, they slipped a temporary order in. He got to pay her how much a month? Three hundred thousand a month, temporary, until they can sort out the uh, the prenup. Um, I'm pretty sure that's more than what she would have gotten a prenup. So they're giving her a little a little piece of change. Temporary. See, they did that to me with mine. They had a temporary order in place until they could establish a real number, which was way lower than the temporary. 
So they they temporary screw the dude. I bet you they ain't gonna give me no temporary order <laughs> for a whole bunch of money. They'll be like, take your ass to work and save up for a lawyer. Right, man. <laughs> we see it like, and, and you know what the thing is? What be funny is how many and which is cool. It's already really that right? you know, uh, some of this stuff. It's gonna be what it's gonna be, regardless. And a lot of us will never be in a situation to where that much money is on the line, right? Period. Over whatever reason. So we can live vicariously through this and argue with each other and this and that. Because see, Dre and old girl, they got lawyer money. Oh, uh, we got a problem like that. I'll see you in court with it. See me and you and whoever else we talking about. Our strength comes in Facebook. Like, I'm going to see you on Facebook. And that's how I'm going to establish my dominant success situation with you. Yeah. Yeah. Trying, so, to, trying to clown somebody on Facebook, but you want money from. So, look, it's, it's strange how you can have a baby with a stranger denigrate the character of the stranger while expecting monetary gain from the stranger not only for the kid but you're asking for money for yourself let's be clear because the person in question ain't probably halfway working herself is it what I'm saying? Look, look, but you notice the other one then disappeared off the thread. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, the other kid. Honestly, man, at this point, some of this stuff, I feel, you know, I feel it's sad, bro, but this is, this is where we are, and people. People find more strength, right, in doing it the way it shouldn't be done than yeah. doing it the way we should. Because if if I if I bring my issue with you to Facebook, yeah, step up this chair for me. If I bring the issue to Facebook, yeah, there's gonna be people who just side with me, and it doesn't really matter because this is what I said. I mean, but I always say these people we have problems with. They don't be hard to find. Yeah. And that's all we got to do. Find them and let's work it out. Let's address it. Yeah. But you know. They don't want to do that. That's the easiest thing to do. Because hypothetically, right? If I was really like astute and a dickhead, not even a dickhead. If I was really bad about it, I would. if I was this dude... I would sue her, sue her for slander. <laughs> if any part of what she says in all her online rants ain't true, I would sue her ass. But see, a lot of cats yeah, ain't going. A lot of cats ain't going to do that because they're afraid that the child support elements go. But shit, 
I've actually engaged my baby's mom in court and won. I've beat a couple uh, women in court and won. Yeah, I'm going to keep it real. Like, when it comes to stuff like that, I would probably never do that just because I'm not the type of dude to do that. Yeah. But I will admit that the reason why this goes on is that most dudes, even if they got the means to address the shit, we just going to be like, ah, oh, she bitter. She just tripping. Yeah. And, and we'll do a back and forth rather than being like, you know what? Let's get in court with this. Because it's not seen by a lot of men, especially black men, as a place to get justice. And that's something that needs to be addressed. Like the court system is not equal in terms of family court for men. And that's not being addressed. Like we got this system of uh, hijacking wallets after DNA theft. Like, how you going to hijack a wallet? Like, they just come with this and it starts picking your pockets uh, without really having no real discussion or really having a real... They got the, they got a lawyer for... They call it our guardian ad litem, which is a scam. It works for a very few people, and it basically this works for... The woman. The woman can sit there with the kid, brainwash the kid. Brainwash is not taken into consideration. Uh, but it's actually a real a real thing in terms of uh, when you're dealing with uh, people being under the influence. <laughs> uh, courts, cults, it's tantamount to being in a cult. When you're under a sole parent, and you rely on them emotionally, that puts the kid in a very strange position to where they're almost a follower of the mom, which can be, to me, can be construed as almost cult-like. Whatever their mom subscribes to as you're a little kid, you're going to go, even if it ain't right. So it's not, oh, really, it's not even really a fair setup for the man because... The courts never take that into consideration. They're like, oh, it's in the best interest of the child to keep getting brainwashed against the dad because she ran off with the kid. And if the guy runs off with the kid, your ass is probably going to get the Amber Alert. See what I'm saying? Woman takes the kid. It's called, uh, uh, what is it called? Custodial parent. (laughs) Man runs off with the motherfucking kid. That's called. That's called kidnapping. Well, I mean, all I can say is that when it comes to what you just described, what you're talking about, I've always told my kids, especially my twin daughters, that yeah, whatever gonna make life for you comfortable at home, yeah wrong with that in the in the grand scheme of things i'm not gonna hold that against you okay because i know that defending me and speaking up in my defense to yeah. cause you problems at home yeah right exactly and so, if it's gonna make it easier it's called leverage the mother has leverage 
we're gonna have to make you some. I think we're out of milk. Oh, we got some milk. Yeah, we got you. We got you. But um, so you know that that's what I always say when it comes to stuff like that. Okay. My best advice, especially to a kid. Yeah. Just do what you gotta do for things to be easy with you at home. Okay. And defending your dad is gonna cause friction, man. I mean, to me, it's not selfish. Yeah. For the kid. To do that, like, man, these are kids we talking about. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, a kid will defend us or whatever, man, please. Things will be hell for them at home after that. Yeah. Oh, you signed with Danita. And, you know, mom saying a bunch of stuff under her breath and just just being spiteful. Yeah. Because you don't view him the way she does. And I get she's giving you your opinion. So you need to take it. Yeah. Right? That's like a religion if you up under their house and they like this is our religion okay and you know that religion don't seem right for you yeah you don't get to fight against that religion in their face yeah they gonna feel that you you know they gonna feel how they feel yeah some you know some people go as far as to say you're disloyal you know how it go you know we real sensitive people are real sensitive yeah and i try to keep that in mind sometimes yeah I've been dealing with it. I had that same problem. I had that same thing happen to me when I was like, when my parents got divorced, I was like 11 or something, 10. And they basically said, make a choice. And I'm like, well, I have to go with my mom. Because in a strange, you got feel like you got to be your mom's protector because society yeah. sets, sets it up. Oh, dad don't need no protection. And I think that's permeated through society. Dads don't need no protection. Dads supply your own heat. Dads get this. But see, and then, but at the same time, it permeated the system to the point that when you go to family court, it's that same attitude that creates a, a, a society in which men are taking it in a real way. And it's not equal, but everyone says, oh, we're supposed to be equal. And so, on one hand, but unless you're like, the only out for you is to be like, I'm gay. (laughs) That's like, it seems like that's the only bailout button for men. That's the only recourse you got, and the only time that you can even get a hug, or uh, or any sort of like empathy outside of the manosphere is to say you're gay. <laughs> you get all kind of protections and all kinds of. I mean, granted, they got their own set of problems. I'm not saying they're getting all this love and affection. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff going on but it's like that's where it's starting to go that's why i sent you those screenshots of the conversation with people and they're like like men that are assertive men that say what they want in relationships with women or they just like even try to talk to women it's like yo you're thirsty beat it but lgbtq I got you a hundred percent. And matter of fact, a lot I I'm gonna go out ten toes down for this group, but men, you ain't shit. 
And right. That, and that's why, like I said, we're talking about Ed Buck. It's like, um, we're talking about all this stuff, but ain't nobody talking about how Ed Buck was killing gay black men. Killing mm-hmm. black men. There ain't no reporting on it, no news, no discussion. But they talking, they get mad at the baby for just saying something and passing in a show and a call and response. And canceling him, but they're not dealing with, they ain't saying nothing about Ed Buck, though. None of them. All this quest love going in Madonna, who it was a culture vulture for all intents and purposes, whose kids are running around her house. Her male kids are running around her house in dresses right now. <laughs> so what did Questlove say? Questlove. Questlove eating them biscuits. Let's see. So they, Madonna's black kids are protected. So is Charlize Theron. Let's see. Questlove. On instead of like trying to educate and try to like hug the brother or something, like yo man, what you say? Quest loves out here. Uh, let's see, Quest love on. Oh, here it goes. He says. You don't, no, see, you don't even say, okay. The, he said, Questlove slams the baby's homophobic comments. And then the baby... Homophobic, huh? Yeah. Hey, check this out. Like, here's what I'm going to do. Because my phone is dying, let me charge up a little bit and get done making these lunches. And I'm going to call you back so we can dig into this a little more. Because this is start... This, so they pretty much trying to dox this nigga, huh? Yeah. But look, just to close it out... The baby pretends not to know who Questlove is. <laughs> oh, word. <laughs> the baby don't even know who that nigga is, so it's like... Now they turn it into... I was about to say, they talking about he pretended the baby really not, might not know who Questlove that's is. That's what I'm saying. See, they just trying to f- 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 create a narrative and fill in the blanks. They filled in the blanks on what he said. And they filled in the blanks on that. Uh, yeah, just call me back and get a shot. All right. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen. The chef. So. Let's see. Who was I going to pull up? Oh. I'm going to pull that up. Because I think that first part got cut off. So I'm going to run it. What he said. Cause they gonna talk about what he said, like I said, what the uh, what he said. Oh, here we go. We're gonna play it. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two, three weeks. Put a cell phone like the uh. Lady, if you put like water, put a cell phone like the uh. Fellas, lights up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking in the parking lot, put your cell phone like the Let's be up. real about this. Yeah, keep it real. Some of y'all. Suspect as a motherfucker. Let's be real. 
Well, at least somebody got. Now, okay. He got a little accent, so we're gonna run it again. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die two, three weeks, put a cell phone like the uh. Lady, if you put like water, put a cell phone like the uh. Fellas. Lights up. Fellas, if you ain't suck in the parking lot, put your cell phone like Let's be real about these Yeah, keep it real. Some of y'all suspect as a motherfucker. Let's be real. Well, at least somebody got. So. If you sucking dick in a parking lot, put yourself. If you ain't sucking dick in a parking lot, put your cell phones in the air. Um, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Because he said put your cell phones in the air. So it's like dudes that ain't sucking dick in the parking lot put their phones in the air. Cell phones. Okay. Which is ain't over a beat. It's just like an intermission. He's trying to get a response. Because this goes back way back to the day. It goes back to the day, hip-hop. Coming up next from the treacherous three MCs, Cool Modi. He like to hear love rap. Sound familiar? Huh? Oh, he got it? All right, well, Cool Modi. One, two, one, two, party people in the place to be. My name is MC Cool Modi from the treacherous three. My man LA Sunshine in the place to be. Okay. Let's run it again. The baby. Let's go. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die two, three weeks, put a cell phone like the uh. Lady, if you put like water, put a cell phone like the uh. Fellas. Lights up. Fellas, if you ain't suck in the parking lot, put your cell phone like Let's be real about this. Yeah, keep it real. Some of y'all suspect as a motherfucker. Let's be real. Okay. One, two, one, two, party people in the place to be. My name is MC Kumo D from the Treacherous Three. My man LA Sunshine in the place to be. We gonna get a little something straight here in the place to be. Don't worry about it, DJ Lee, in the place to be. We gonna get a little something one, straight two, in the one, place two, to one, be. Right one, two, My man Busy B Starsky. How many people think Busy B Starsky rocked the house? Yeah. I hear that in the place to be, yeah. But if y'all notice it or not, you know, I heard Put a lot of shit, you know, in the air. shit and and all that. I alone. give it to the man, he know how to rock the crowd, but when it come to having rhyme, no way he can fuck around, and I'm gonna prove that right now. In the so, <laughs> I'm just saying, and then we got, let's see. With these same folks, including Sir, what well, his name is, Elton John. Let's see. Eminem. Oh, yeah. So basically, here, we'll run this in here. they trying to cancel. 
So they ain't got See I don't like when they ain't got no No audio In the last video we also have more on the the baby drama that's now attracted comments from Elton John and Twitter's obsession with Eminem continues as it didn't take long for Eminem to be dragged into the mix. And before we get started, if you enjoy content like this, don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe to the channel if you're new and find me on social media at etlifestyle underscore web. So we'll get this out of the way first following the last video and to give you some context after Lupe's comments on a live stream about a plan to jump Royce with the diss tracks, make you dismiss the claim. It wasn't, it wasn't no jumping okay, let's on my get to cross in the open, but are already preparing to take you down at the same time. He posted this shit. on Twitter, Grand Rising. Shout to Sway, Wraith is the work. The baby, like Mariah did Eminem. Eminem was once again dragged into the drama. Moving on to the next part of the video, the baby has received backlash for his comments at Rolling Loud and like we covered in the last video where a director thought it was a good idea to misconstrue the fact stating, I hope Megan does the baby like Mariah did Eminem, Eminem was once again dragged into the drama after Elton John tweeted about the matter. So Elton John saw the baby's backlash as an opportunity to educate on HIV and started a thread. We've been shocked to read about the misinformation and statement made at a recent The Baby Show. This fuels stigma and discrimination and is the opposite of what our world needs to fight it. And the thread ended with this, we must spread compassion and love for the most marginalized people in our communities. A musician's job is to bring people together. So he took the route of education rather than, in quote, the baby must be cancelled. And it didn't take long for Eminem to be dragged in as usual. Is this you? Said to Elton John. And oddly enough, some believe this photo with Eminem invalidates actual work that's done to help millions of people. You can't make this ish up. I'm glad someone has finally had the courage to call out Elton John because him taking a photo with Eminem does in fact completely negate all of his activism he has ever done for the community. A little bit of more research would have shown these folks. Yeah, so Elton, let's see. see yeah because he gonna speak on Eminem's he gonna speak on the baby right but shit they got whole videos and he, he end up Piecing it up with Eminem, Elton John, and doing this like a set of shows or a series of shows with him, and allegedly, so shit. Eminem got a long history of bad gay bashing on his records, even some racism on early recordings. So, I mean, but they don't go after him like that. They go after him a little bit, but you know. They, a lot of these people that's talking this stuff, right, over a call and response. That didn't mean no harm to nobody, really. But they don't want to talk about, they care about gay folks so much. They don't want to talk about uh,
Yeah, I want to talk about this shit. All from wealthy Democratic activists to now facing the possibility of life behind bars. Yeah, today Ed Buck was convicted in the drug overdose deaths of two men in West Hollywood. Tonight, mm -hmm. the families and two black and men. survivors feel relieved that justice was served. And KKL9 political reporter Tom Wade is here with details from the trial. It was a two-week trial, very intense, a lot of emotions there, as you might expect in a trial like this. The prosecution and victims say Buck preyed on young black men, mostly poor, homeless, and addicted to drugs. His fetish was to inject them with meth, and that led to the deaths of two men. Oh, wait. Handed down their verdict after just inject them with what? There were loud cheers. Jasmine Kanick describes the reaction when the verdict against Ed Buck was read. Kanick, a political strategist and community activist, was also a fierce advocate for the families of Buck's victims, Jamel Moore and Timothy Dean. Was I advocating for Timothy Dean and Jamel Moore's families? Absolutely, but also advocating for all of Ed Buck's other victims because he was intentionally going after men who were unhoused, who were vulnerable. <laughs> Outside the courthouse, cheers for the prosecutors who tried the case. Buck was convicted of nine felonies, including providing fatal doses of meth to Jamel Moore and Timothy Dean. Moore's mother spoke outside court. Today is bittersweet. Today is the, the day that my son was murdered when he left my house four years ago. But we got victory today. Dean's sisters also thanked those who supported them. As I leave, L.A., going back home, I thank everybody that has helped keep us strong throughout the three weeks that we've been here. Ed Buck, I'm so happy that he will never see the light of day again, that this trial was overwhelming. Um, it was grueling. This man did some terrible things to human beings. The prosecution argued that Buck began preying on his victims back in 2011, during the same time when he was a wealthy Democratic donor and political activist. Prosecutors alleged Buck would lure gay men who were escorts, addicted to drugs, or homeless back to his West Hollywood apartment. That's where Buck would inject them with meth. Buck delivered a fatal dose of meth to Moore in 2017 and Dean in 2019. Victims and their families point out that Buck's targets were young black men. Dave Brown survived Buck's drug den. Walking out of that house, I didn't know what was going to happen next. And I didn't know all this was going to happen. But I'm so happy and I'm so relieved that these families can get the justice that they deserve. L.A. County prosecutors declined to charge Buck for years, despite mounting allegations against him. Our David Goldstein confronted him back in February of 2019. Can you answer the question, sir? So, is it, is it a coincidence? we're going to roll into what? It's a story that continues to make yeah. national a headlines. More Ed Buck. Buck, a wealthy political donor at the center of a firestorm after two gay black men died at his home. Yeah, the latest death happened just, just two years ago. ago. So who is Buck and who did he give money to? Kikonai's Tom Waite was digging deep into the campaign finance records to sort it all out and joins us tonight with more. Tom. Yeah, that's right, Jeff and Susie. We did a deep dive into those records, found out a lot of information. Buck has definitely spread the wealth, giving thousands of dollars to dozens of groups, candidates, and causes. And we now have a clearer picture of how the cash was spent. 
Not long ago, Ed Buck was rubbing elbows with some of the Democratic Party's biggest stars, donating tens of thousands of dollars to various candidates and causes. Arrest Ed Buck! That was Hillary but Clinton this is Ed him. Buck's life now, under fire from community activists after a second gay black man, 55-year-old Timothy Dean, died in his home. Folks gathered twice last month and chanted outside Buck's West Hollywood apartment building. In the crowd, Letitia Nixon, the mother of Jamel Moore, who died at Buck's apartment in July of 2017 of a drug overdose. Police never arrested Buck or charged him with a crime. See? We should not even be here. There shouldn't even be another, a second victim. Before the two deaths at his home, Buck was a well-known activist. Originally from Arizona, he reportedly made around a million dollars selling a courier company and moved to West Hollywood back in the early 90s. He's often referred to as a wealthy donor, so we did some checking and searched campaign finance records for federal, state, and local donations. Buck's biggest political investment was for more than $300,000 to his own political pack called Animal Pack, formed to represent animal welfare interests throughout California. See? Buck was a well known animal rights activists. They love animals more than they love people. Of dollars to various politicians. Many of the donations were made years before the deaths at his home, and in many cases the money was returned to Buck or donated to charities after Moore's death. We looked at records dating back to 2009. Among the high-profile recipients, Mayor Eric Garcetti, who received $1,400 from Buck back in 2016. That money was returned about a month after Moore died. Los Angeles County DA Jackie Lisi received $100 from Buck back in 2012. Her campaign says that money was given back in February of 2018. Democratic Congressman Ted Lieu took in $19,400 in state and federal donations Damn. from Buck. Lieu's campaign says after the second death at Buck's home, they donated the contributions they received to various charities. <laughs> Buck second Adam death. Schiff, now chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, $2,700 back in 2016. The campaign says the money went to the nonprofit Trevor Project. West Hollywood's current mayor, John Listen. Duran, received $12,500 from Buck in various campaigns in 2012 to 2016. Without offering specifics, Duran said most of the money was spent and some was donated to charity. Cal State Northridge professor of political science Lawrence Becker says it's up to the various candidates whether to return the money. Buck has broken no laws and the donations are perfectly legal. In a case where it's a legal donation and it just kind of <laughs> looks bad or it seems unethical or something, no, there's no roadmap. They say we don't give a damn about y'all. That motherfucker loves some dogs and animals and shit. And they, but they, they'll let us die. They'll let us go out, you know. They'll let us just take a dirt nap. So I guess I'm going to close this show out. Um, Because the baby said something bad on stage and we need to cancel him. But uh, we'll need to cancel them Democrats. That took money from Ed Buck and they're keeping it. Some of them even kept it. There's a whole list. You can look it up. Campaign finance online. But he say two words. You need to take his livelihood. And if you feel strongly about it, who am I to say you're not 